and welcome to the Intentional Homeschooling Podcast. I'm your host, Chantel. I'm a former teacher turned homeschooler, a always lover of books that uses a lot of them in my homeschool. And today we're going to be talking about a variety of different topics. I often get a lot of emails and questions on a variety of things from homeschooling to homeschool books, etc. And I can't always reply to all the emails. And I've been keeping a list of questions that I need to answer. So I thought I would do that in this podcast today. And then I also put out a call on Instagram and on YouTube in the community tab in case there was any other questions people had, just so I could try to cover a bunch of questions, have a place to send people because a lot of the questions are often repeated. So that's what we're going to be doing today, answering a bunch of questions. I've tried to categorize them to the best of my ability. We're going to start with like starting homeschool, how do you start uh, preschool stuff. Then we're going to get into uh, planning the year. And then I have a bunch of like other questions, some bookish questions, and then some more like specific questions that people had. For those who are wondering, I'm not doing a reading wrap up for our February reading. I've decided to do it every two months um, just so that I have enough good books to talk about because I don't want to talk about every single book we read. Although there is going to be a rant when I do the next reading wrap up. So I'm going to be doing that after March and I'm going to talk about the good and a few bad books we read in February and March. Uh, but if you're ever curious to know what we're reading at any given time, every week I send out a almost every week, I send out a homeschool newsletter. And in there, I share a book that each of my kids are reading and then a book that I'm reading. So it doesn't tell you every single book we're reading. They're not necessarily always good. Maybe we've just started them. But if you are looking for more book suggestions or curious for, to know what we're reading, that is the place to check it out. And then I always have the newsletter linked in the show notes on YouTube and in the uh, podcast information. So you should be able to find the link Pretty much everywhere. Okay, so let's get started on these questions. The first one I had is when do you start homeschooling? And that's a good question because it it depends on what your definition of homeschooling is. The way we homeschool is kind of we never really started. At the same time when people ask how long we've been homeschooling, I go based on my kids' ages and the grades they would have entered school. Uh, actually, for my daughter, we started homeschooling when she was grade one because she went to school for kindergarten. Some people say, you know, we were homeschooling from when my kids were babies and I just go based off of like actual grades. That all being said, we did start some stuff in preschool, preschool ages. Um, it depends what, you, like I said, what you consider homeschooling. We didn't start, you know, like with a grammar, grammar curriculum and a math curriculum and all the things um, in preschool ages, but I was intentionally thinking about what I was teaching them when they were in preschool. And then going from there, I had a couple questions, two questions about preschool stuff. One was how do you homeschool preschool? And the other one was had to do with my uh, preschool resources I used to have up on my site. And they kind of, the answers kind of relate. So I'm going to tackle those both at the same time. How do you tackle homeschooling preschool? In my opinion is reading a lot of good books together and then diving into things from there. So I did create a whole preschool curriculum 
recently. It is a literature-focused guide where I give you a bunch of good books to read, activities to do together, and the reason I had something like this on my website a while ago, uh, but it was not very or well organized and I wanted to edit a bunch of stuff, so I've restructured all of that and then put it all into this curriculum. So I would say that's where you start with homeschooling. I had a few different things I wanted my kids to learn in preschool besides reading good books. I wanted them to know how to spell their name, learn the letters of the alphabet, but you work on those things every year, so it's not a big deal if you don't like check every single box right off the bat in preschool. Then the next one I think that would make the most sense to go into is do you, what is your best advice for new homeschoolers? And I think that is to remember that homeschooling does not need to look like school just at home. Homeschooling looks... I don't know why to say should, but can and in our situation does look very different than what school looks like. We don't sit at our desks for six hours a day. We homeschool just in the morning and usually there's still extra time in the morning as well. Um, we are very interest-led, so my best advice is just to realize it's not going to look like school, take a relaxed approach, pay attention to what your kids are interested in, and really dive into those topics, and not... You want to make learning fun, and there are times we have to learn things that maybe aren't fun, but for the most part, when you can, make it as fun as possible so that your kids like to learn, so that they'll always want to continue to learn. So that's my best advice for homeschoolers. And then I had a, a few questions about how do you plan for the year? Um, how do you create a curriculum or an outline, etc. And I have a homeschool vision planner that I made for myself and I've tweaked it over the years and it is available in my shop or it is free in my membership. And it has a ton of questions for you to ask yourself, questions to think about in regards to each child, an interview to do with each of your children. And that is how I plan for my year, is I go through this entire vision planner and answer all the questions and then taking that information, that is how I plan for our year. So like I said, I have this in my homeschool membership and I have other things like exclusive videos, downloads, optional pen pal sign up, a book club, lots of information and resources there and more being added every month and it is just $30 for an entire year and that is an entire year from the date that you sign up to a year from that date. So I'll leave that linked in the show notes as well in case you're interested. So I go through that planner year. And then the next question I had was, um, do you have academic goals for each age? And I used to have a printable broad goals for, I think it was pre-K through grade four that I made for myself because I felt like at those ages there was a few major things that I wanted, building blocks really, that I needed to get checked off that would be necessary for future ages. And I don't remember if that is stale still available to download on my site. Um, I, If it is, I will leave it linked below. I'll see if I can find that. And then as my kids have gotten older, my youngest is now in grade four, um, for the when they get older, it's not so much academic goals as it is using that vision planner and the goals that I've created for each child that kind of formulate our year. So 
my daughter is really into writing so I like to be very focused on their strengths and also pull up their weaknesses but I like to see myself as a bit of a strengths maximizer find what my kids are interested in what they're good at and then work towards that so now as they're getting older I'm focusing more on that instead of like necessarily academic goals like they should learn how to okay totally had a sneeze and lost my train of thought there I forget exactly where I was. Um, I don't have specific, you know, they should diagram a sentence goals. I talked about that in last week's podcast. Um, it's more personal goals and where I see their life kind of the projection of their life and what I want them to work on. So it's more personal goals for them now instead of academic goals. But I did start out with a few different academic goals. And yes, I'll try to see if I can leave that linked. Okay, and then I think the rest of the questions are a little bit more all over the place. So I'll just start going through them. Uh, one of them was, how do you homeschool? What, what's your best advice to home when you're homeschooling with a baby and toddler? Which we've definitely been in that stage, um, especially with fostering. We ended up having a baby and we didn't realize we were going to. It was, it was a surprise. Um, so we had a toddler and a baby for a while. And unlike normal parents we didn't have the nine months to prepare and I think the biggest thing is to figure out first of all just give yourself grace it's it's, it's going to be an adjustment period you're gonna need time just know that going in and be okay with that second just try to be really relaxed in your homeschool approach and third just do what what works really well and so in our homeschool what that would look like is a lot of read-alouds or what we do for read-alouds is actually listening to audiobooks and and do this whenever you can. Like if you're used to schooling in the morning, realize that it might not always be like that. Maybe with schedules, you know, sometimes you're gonna do it earlier in the morning or sometimes it's gonna be the afternoon, sometimes it's gonna be the evening. Just realize that going in and then do what works for you and do that well. So like I said, we would do a lot of read alouds and then if my kids had questions based off of that, we'd probably rabbit trail into like YouTube videos um, on those topics. So just know that it's going to be hard and do all the snacks for the toddler, especially when you, you want them to be quiet and just do what works for you. Maybe this is a good time to talk about unschooling. I had some questions about unschooling, good resources for that. Um, we, like I've said before, we don't really stick to one homeschool philosophy. I feel like depending on the day or the week or the month or the season, we are in a different philosophy. We always pull a little bit from Charlotte Mason. We are like interest-led. Some seasons we're like completely unschooling. Sometimes it's, you know, we just lean a little bit more one way or the other. And I do like unschooling and I think it works really well for some families, for some kids. Uh, my favorite unschooling resource is a little ebook that you can buy from Amazon. It is called An Unschooling Manifesto and I forget the author, it's Maria something. I will leave that linked in the show notes. And I have read that ebook, I pretty much read it once a year. It's about a hundred pages maybe I would say and there is so much information packed in there. She has since written another book kind of on the same topic but I find this one to be much more helpful and she talks about reasons for unschooling and a lot of um, studies about 
unschooling and school and it's it's very fascinating and I have taken a lot from there I really enjoy it I feel like unschooling is pretty much how I teach myself I'm an unschooling interest-led person myself and that is how I do life and how I learn so I do like to teach my kids that way um, but then I also as I teach them things that I'm interested in then we're kind of getting away from the whole unschooling thing but Yes, I will leave that. I think that is the best unschooling resource that I have available. That might not be completely true. There was a video on YouTube as well that I think is still up about unschooling. That one was pretty good. Um, it is by a larger family and their religious beliefs do not completely line up with ours, but I do think that the bulk of what they talked about in the unschooling video was very applicable. So. If that video is still up, I will also leave that linked. There were a few questions on business and working from home and how I structure all that and how I learned how to do all this online stuff. So in this season, um, generally my afternoons are my work time. We do school in the morning, afternoon I do work stuff, evening is either family time or extracurricular activities. And I learned everything from scratch. I've never taken any kind of online course. I have thought about creating resources for mothers who are homeschoolers and would like to start some kind of side business. I'm just not sure about the interest in that or necessarily how broad or niche to go with that, but I do like entrepreneurial stuff. I've always called myself a serial entrepreneur. I was like that kid oh, how old would I have been? Maybe like six years old and I was making like paper jewelry to sell to my neighbors. I've always been interested in entrepreneurial stuff and I don't have a whole lot of space in my life to talk about it with human people. I mean, everyone's, we're all human people, but I mean, in-person people. Um, so an online space would be fun to do that. Okay, then I think I have two questions, three questions. Three questions left. Uh, one person asked what Bible translations we use. Generally, we stick to the ESV. Um, I also have a Bible that's CSB, but when my kids are memorizing stuff, the Bibles my kids have are ESV. Then we've got two bookish questions. How do you, like, as a Christian, how do you navigate which books your kids should read? Um, I, I don't know if it was should read or like can read or what. I really like reading myself so I proof a lot of the books for my kids or uh, for my son now, uh, for my daughter, she's now at the point where I feel like I've proofed enough books for her, we've talked about what we like to see in books and what we don't, that I can trust her to stop a book if it's not good. We know like certain authors that we have had good success with. I also, because I like reading a lot, I watch a lot of videos on YouTube about books so I know people that kind of have similar tastes and values as me and can trust their recommendations. Uh, yeah, so I spend a lot of time looking books up for in various forms and that's kind of how we come across the good books and then decide which ones were, are worth trying. And then I try to be a really good resource for people as well. I have a bunch of book lists on my site already with books that we recommend, books that we enjoy, because I know not everybody is as into reading as I am, and that's okay. And the last question. Uh, there was a question a while ago on a podcast asking for Christian book series recommendations, and this was for an eight-year-old boy who had read 
The Wing Feather Saga, which is an excellent series, and The Green Ember, which my daughter loves, and I just, I don't think I'm into books with animal characters very much, um, but the kid had already read those two and was looking for more. So, I mean, it probably goes without saying, but I'm going to say Narnia, but I'm assuming you've already read Narnia. Uh, if not, remedy it, but there's that one. And then we recently listened to the Wilder King trilogy. The first book is The Bark of the Bog Owl by Jonathan Rogers, I think. That is a bit of an allegory story. And then another series that we started is The Knights of Erythrae. And that series, I don't know, maybe... Well, my son was about seven when we started listening to it. It was also a bit allegorical, if I remember. It wasn't my style. I'm not big into allegory, but that could be a good option. Or that's by Chuck Black, I think. And then he also has a King... Uh, it's called the Kingdom series, which I have not read, but I've heard really good things about. So there's a couple options. There's not a whole lot for Christian fiction that's done really well, especially series, but there's, there's a few recommendations and if you guys have more recommendations, you can hop over to the YouTube video, leave them in the comments, and we can maybe find more that way. I should read some more. I have a few on my list to read, but these are the ones I feel comfortable recommending. Okay, so that is all for today's episode. Like I said, if you want to see more from me, you can sign up for the newsletter. That is where I'll share what we're reading each week and a few other resources. And sign up for the membership where you'll get access to exclusive videos, uh, resources, book club, forum, all sorts of things there. So thanks so much for hanging out with me today. <laughs>